Welcome to your Jesuit parish in the heart of Hollywood. This is the Blessed Sacrament Hollywood Podcast, and here's today's homily. A reading from the conclusion of the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had ordered them. When they saw him, they worshipped, but they doubted. Then Jesus approached and said to them, All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we're celebrating the ascension of Jesus. Next week is Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit. After that is the solemnity of the Holy Trinity. God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And then after that is Corpus Christi, our own feast day here at Blessed Sacrament. So these huge four Sundays, they're coming like bow, 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 right in a row. And then the priests say to themselves, awesome. We get to show how much theology we've studied and bore people to death. No, that's not what's going to happen. That's not what's going to happen. We looked at these four weeks and we said there's a theme in all of these celebrations of giving and receiving. And so the theme for this next month is the secret of giving and receiving because integral and implicit to all of these celebrations is, is this dance between giving and taking between receiving something and then pouring it forth. It's all there. It's all there in who God is and God's relationship with us. And it also gives us the opportunity to look at relationships in our own lives and what are the dynamics of giving and receiving that are part of what it means to be human and part of what it means to be in relationship with others. And so I did this with myself. I took a look at some of my relationships over the years And I thought to myself, without any specific examples, I said, you know what? There's some relationships I've had, some friendships, even with my own family, where all I did, for whatever reason, was gave. I was just giving and giving and giving. And I don't know if you've ever had these relationships where every time you sit down with this person, you know, for the next two hours, you are going to be depleted of all your energy. Because for some reason, the dynamic has been fixed that your job is to give to this person give of your heart, your emotions, your ears, sometimes even your money. And when that two hours is over with, you're like, thank God, I'm out of here, right? But if you're really honest with yourself, like I was, was trying to be honest with myself, I've also had relationships that are the opposite, where I'm just taking constantly. I'm just taking, and I don't even realize I'm doing it. Where I sit down with someone and I just expect them to listen to all my problems. And then after an hour, I'm like, thank you, and I get up and leave. I don't even ask them how their day went. It's like hard. It's painful. But I have done that. So even recently, even as a priest, I do that. As I talk about this, maybe some examples come to your own mind about dynamics in your own relationships with a sister or a brother or a son or a daughter or a mother or a father or someone that you're married to or in a romantic relationship. What is that dynamic between the two of you? Do you feel like you give more? then you receive. Or maybe when you're honest with yourself, you're like, I I don't, if I'm really honest with myself, I don't know if I'm giving enough. That's the invitation during these next few weeks. And it's certainly invitation in what we hear today in the gospel. What is this dynamic between giving and receiving? Why does Jesus ascend? 
And I feel like this is the first year I really get this. <laughs> I really get this. Jesus has been with his disciples for three years. And during that time, he is constantly giving to them. He's giving them knowledge. He's showing them what it is to be who he is. And he's constantly instructing them and instructing them and giving them what they need. And they're just following him like, you know, like little, little chicklets behind them, right? Just, just following the hen. <laughs> receiving, receiving, receiving. This is the moment that Jesus says, it's time for me to stop giving to you. It's time for you to start giving yourselves. Because when Jesus ascends, and he does this on purpose, he leaves them behind and he says, now it's your turn. I'm leaving you behind and now it's your turn. And this is when the church officially begins. It officially begins. It's now their responsibility to go baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I can't imagine how challenging that was for them. And I don't know if you've ever felt that in a relationship where the dynamic just shifts all of a sudden, where someone calls you out or you have to call someone else out. And it's no longer just about you or just about them. You have to figure something out. And the disciples are in this moment when they've known Jesus a certain way and now it's all put on them. What do they do? Well, we know that they just go run back to their room. Why? Because how do you give? What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? You've just given me this huge burden and responsibility and I don't know how to give. I don't know if you've ever had that moment in a relationship where you get called out and you're like, I don't even know how to give you what you're asking me for, but you're still asking me for it. And this is what Jesus asked them. Now it's your turn. You're now the body of Christ here on earth and now it's your job to give. But this is how loving our God is. And this is what we're gonna celebrate next. Is he doesn't just say, go give. He says, I'm gonna give you something more. Even though I've given you everything, I'm gonna give you something more in order for you to give. He gives them the Holy Spirit so they can receive that and take that and give it to others. The invitation in all of this, I believe, is to reimagine. Is to reimagine what our relationships can look like not just with one another, not just in our marriages, not just in our friendships, or with siblings, or in our workplaces, but reimagine what our relationship with God could look like. If we identified a certain dynamic of, I'm always the one who's taking, or I'm always the one who's giving, well, a healthy relationship has both, right? A healthy relationship has that give and the take, where sometimes you're giving more and sometimes you're receiving more. But without these two things, there's no growth, there's no intimacy, and there's certainly just no real relationship. <laughs> and this is what God's inviting us all into, into real relationship. And so over this next month, this is where we're gonna have the chance to look at, to find that secret of giving and receiving, looking at how God does it. Today, he leaves to challenge us to give, but then next week, he gives to us so that we can receive and then give in turn. And then the most holy trinity is all about how at the heart of who Jesus is, at the heart of who God is, I'm sorry, at the heart of who God is, there is this interaction between giving and receiving, always going back and forth. We can't give unless we've received. And in some ways, we can't even receive without giving. And then the final week is the solemnity of the body and blood of Christ. We are called to be the body of Christ on earth that's constantly giving, but we have to receive who we are and what we are before we can give.
And so my brothers and sisters, this kind of kicks off the theme for this next month, that secret of giving and receiving. Let us look to God to teach us how to do that, how to have healthy relationships with one another, and especially with God.